0: Yes, 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 it's the Film the Blank Interlude podcast with your host, Naoto Wakabayashi, live and direct from Tokyo, Japan. I'm out here for some interviews, so, sorry, hopefully that goes well. And I get a visa, then I could work in the music industry here, so exciting things are ahead. I have a conf- confession to make. I recorded another podcast, um, as an I recorded an episode, but decided to delete it. It's really important for me to only have one take, so then I'm not, uh, it sounds more organic, and I'm not, it doesn't sound as scripted, I guess. Like, this is all unscripted, believe it or not, as you can tell by the Clear, clear professionalism. Uh, so I had to record this podcast. Also, it was clipping a lot in the last episode, so that's a no-no. I did not want to ruin your eardrums. I guess. I mean, it would have just. I mean, it wouldn't have ruined your eardrums or anything. It, w- it would have just sounded ugly. So, fuck that. This is, you know, what I want to. As you can tell by the uh, cover photo uh of this episode this is the so far god episode uh so i am it's noon here but i'm not too sure what time it is over in canada um or i guess america it should be dropping midnight i think it might be past midnight so it should be out right now so the remastered um the remastered and re-released ten year anniversary uh, version of so far Gone should be out any anytime now if not already and I just wanted to talk about how that project impacted you know what my life and I mean I would say musical tastes uh, not to be as dramatic but genuinely music and my life are tied together so I will say like yeah, that impacted my life. So, I mean, to begin this kind of narrative, let's let's take it all the way back to when I was in high school in 2012. During that time, I was very passionate about music as well. And all I ever wanted to do, I just knew I wanted to be or have a career in music. So I figured, hey, I love rap music, why not be a rapper? I feel like that's something that anybody that's grown up on rap music, like that's a thought that goes through everybody's minds and everybody always writes a verse. Everybody, like even if you ask somebody and they say that they don't have a verse in the tuck, everyone has a verse in the tuck. don't ask me that, because I'll say that I don't as a cover-up. But during that time, um, 2012, let's take it all the way back, uh, 2012, I wanted to be a rapper. So I figured, hey, if I want to do this and go through with this, I'm going to have to study the game and study all the greats. So I started off with, like, Nas, Jay-Z, uh, Tupac, Biggie, Outkast, Tribe, uh, even Immortal Technique, um, Vinnie Pat uh, like literally all these all these different names you know like um, to tell you about myself during that time I was for sure like that snobby and obnoxious like real hip-hop head and as thankful as I am for that period of time to have happened it was really corny um and if you're still in that way of thinking, I honestly advise you to just try and listen to other things and and then yes and that includes mumble rap anyway so i was I was in that kind of mindset so of course I hated Drake and I hated Rick Ross and all these like mainstream rappers that I perceived to not be real from my limited uh, musical knowledge and experience when it came to music. So while, while studying the uh, rappers, I put Drake in that list because at I realized that as much as I didn't like Drake, he must have been doing something right. So I gave his music a chance. I started with Comeback Season. I was actually kind of surprised with how well he was rapping on that project with his rhyme schemes, his metaphors, um, his rhyme patterns, uh, just the kind of instrumentation he was rapping over. I was just like, wait, what? This was Drake? And so I kind of was getting like a little bit warmed up to the idea of listening to his music. And then, um, oh yeah. So when I was studying these rappers, I would uh, listen to their music chronologically. So I mixed, I, I skipped his first mixtape, listened to a second comeback season, then I started listening to So Far Gone, and that project blew me away. Because I think there was one track where he was sort of singing on Comeback Season, but. From the jump, he starts with Lust for Life, and the thing is with, I think where Drake revolutionized uh, rap music is a way in which he blended together contemporary R&B and rap. Of course, you got artists like Lauren Hill, like for example, on Doo-Wop, where... She would have like a hook where she sings and then even a rap verse, but uh, that rap verse has a little bit of melody to it, but there's still that clear and distinct separation from she's clearly rapping here and then singing during the hook. I felt that Drake, there's more fluidity in the melodies and the rapping and the, the singing and the hooks and that's where I was kind of blown away because listening to Lust for Life, I was just like, wow, this sounds really good. And he was, his subject matter was, you know, no idea is original, but it was this rehashed idea of wanting success and yearning for success, um, being a young person yearning for success, but yet the way in which he framed it uh, was really resonating with me. Uh, You know how I said that no idea is original, but honestly, true genius lies in the way you present it. And the way that he presented, call them contrived ideas, call them things that uh, people have repeated before, Uh, and he does it differently, you know, like he does it in a way that really hits people hard, so that's when I started exploring different kinds of rap music after that project, Uh, and I guess the next project was Take Care, and you know the story, I fucking love Take Care, that project is sensational. So that's why um, I've been pretty excited for the re-release uh, and remaster of So Far Gone. God. Uh, OVO Sound Radio actually played the remastered version of the project, uh, and somebody uploaded it to, the, uh, to their SoundCloud, so I was, was listening to it uh, yesterday. And oh God... The remastered version of November 18th is amazing. So yeah, this is uh, November 18th. I, Drake. Enjoy.
1: Yeah. One time for the homie DJ Screw. Yeah. Already I'm feeling thrown in this bitch I'm oh, so high even when I'm coming down just met a girl, said she from the H time. I say my name is Drizzy, and ain't nobody realer. Cup inside a cup, smoking ghost face killer. Got these poppers going crazy. Nigga, I'm the man. I sent your girl a message, said I see you when I can. She sent me one back, but I ain't never read it. Because pussies only pussy, and I get it when I need it. And I'm telling you, on. I'm coldest when I'm down in the winter. And I be riding rails with my tires in the thinner. Airports done flying charters overseas Full of Dom Perignon and the water for the D's Don't know why it happens every time we're alone But here we are again and I swear i in my zone So I'ma sip this drink until that motherfucker gone Then you gon' get undressed and we gon' get it on I don't give you the time on. you deserve from me This is something I know, I know, I know So tonight I'll just fuck you like we're in Houston Taking everything slow, so slow, so slow but I do it to. Draped up, dripped out, know what I'm talking about. Three in the morning, getting popping in the parking lot of song once again, and I never pretend a nigga staying G to the end. Hey, yeah. I swear, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: every time. Hey, so that was. uh that was November 18th by Drake on So Far Gone. So this is the So Far Gone episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, listen to that mixtape. It's probably, I would say it's my favorite mixtape of this decade. Probably, like, to me, it's my number one, like, the best mixtape, hands fucking down. Um, Dat Piff was an era. What you know about Zip Files, huh? Um, yeah so this is a so far gone episode uh I'm actually gonna be you know what I didn't really get to talk about mental health and well, actually, like what's going on in my life and what I'm sort of i't i don't wanna say like going through because I'm not going through shit it's like like at the end of the day, this podcast isn't gonna be um replacement for therapy it's just I don't know, it's just in case for any of you guys. Uh, I mean, I don't have my shit together, but maybe if I like explain my like thought process and how I deal with certain things, it might help you out. Hey, I mean, let me know if it fucking doesn't. I don't give a fuck. Give me feedback, though. God damn. Uh, don't be stingy with all that. Uh, actually, I'm going to be recording a podcast every day. Uh, while I'm in Tokyo, there're gonna be like mini episodes like this, so stay tuned. I mean, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate all the all the listens and the support. Like it's, it's actually it baffles my mind that uh, people legitimately want to hear what I have to say. So I thank you for that, and just know. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that Killer Mike said uh, during the Breakfast Club, or no, actually no, it's a different interview. So what Killer Mike said is that we tend to see divinity in anything that doesn't look like us. Just know that you are God. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like I'm trying to sell you like a get-rich-quick scheme or like a master uh, mastermind program because I'm really not. I don't have shit to sell. But I just want to say that you are amazing and you're going to do great things if you set your mind to it and if you work hard. I truly, truly believe that. Uh, blanket statement, yes, but I look at anybody and I think that's the case so you fucking got this and you know just uh, be kind with yourself don't be too overtly critical you got this right. so now to Wakabayashi I'm signing out you're